Numbers. Ay, 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 ay. Man. So tonight, I brought my uncle with me. Black C. RBL Posse. What's up, nephew? Something slight. Something slight. TFM. I put in that work. I got nothing to do. Said fuck it. Jump fresh and hopped in the coop. It's Monday, my favorite day of the week. Some don't like it, but nigga, not me. All to the motherfucking bank. Baby, so thick, I can hit it all day. In other words, baby, got back. Fresh on the track in my 40 compact. Sticking and moving, stacking and cruising. My life is a movie. Numbers. I hop out clean. My life is a dream. And always got a bad bitch wondering. You never see me on the fucking media. My bitch booked up like Expedia. Eating, munching, living, run it up. I put in that work. Since an adolescent Had some ups and down But yet it's been a blessing About the chips and the bitch No, I'm never stressing She be getting passed around Like a smoke session I get it daily While you get it every blue moon I'm getting money Talking numbers like Larry June Had to get it Wasn't born with a silver spoon Peep the drip Every time I walk in the room You niggas hating I can look in your faces I keep bad bitches In foreign places Every day living Nothing is basic It's fucking amazing All this money I'm chasing Damn, got me doing in the fast lane and never left the block until the cash came check the scale I'm weighed up like a big boy plate lobster tail a1 with the I baseball stain Chris, aka C Will, and I'm back with another episode of Opinionated Facts. I think we're on episode 13, I want to say, and I got somebody who has a great basketball mind, who has a basketball page dedicated to the Phoenix Suns on Instagram called Nothing But the Suns. Um, the man Brian, what's up, man? How you doing? How you feeling? How life? What's up, bro? How you doing, man? I'm I'm loving life right now because it's like. <laughs> the Suns in the finals, bro. Ain't nobody said that, right? Like, you, know, <laughs> you on cloud nine. Like, I feel you, right, bro. Right, right. I feel you. Quick question, though, because um, I don't think I never asked you this. And me and you done had many, numerous of just DMs. We speak on basketball a lot. And you know what I'm saying? I, I really do think your, your, your basketball mind is, is kind of like mine. You know, you look at little things just like I do. Yeah. And I know a lot of... You know, and I I hate to call some fans casuals like uh, Christian Wood did to Charles Barkley, but a lot of fans be casual and they don't look at the small things. So, um, what made you a Phoenix Suns fan? Like, what where did this come from? What made you a fan, and how did you? And what made you want to put this Instagram page together? All right, so um, it started back out, man. So I was like, I didn't really know nothing about basketball. I didn't really care. Um, I think I was, I was like in third grade. So my sister, she just loved Dwayne Wade. Right. So mm -hmm. as a little brother, you know what I'm saying? I was like, Oh, it's Christmas. Let me go buy this video game. Like I see Dwayne Wade on the cover. Obviously she's going to like it. Right. So it ended up like, it was crazy. Like I started playing the game more than her. 
And I, like I said, I know nothing about basketball. So, of course, I'm going to pick the best team. At the time, <laughs> it was the Phoenix Suns. So, when people used to go, yo, what team you use? I used to go, oh, I use the Suns. And I used to be all my friends with them. And everybody used to ask, yo, what's your team? What's your team? I'm like, yo, the Suns, Suns. Ah, they'd be like, oh, man. So, I beat everybody. And then, like, as I got older, like, I tried, bro, I literally, I was just a loyal dude because I've tried to be a Knicks fan. I've tried to be a Bulls fan with D-Rose. <laughs> I literally just couldn't. Like, I just, my heart and soul was on the Suns since I was eight. So, it was just tough trying to leave them so that's honestly how I became a Suns fan and then last year during COVID I was like man I'm from New York right it's it's just a different vibe like most Suns fans let's be honest all Suns fans are in Arizona yeah that's but what I it was like, like I was like man like how can I kind of connect the way right like that I know I'm from New York but I know there's other people out there like I know a Suns fan in Indiana I know um, other Suns fans in New York. I know some in Cali. I know some in, like, Boston. So it's like, how can I connect everybody who maybe doesn't live in Arizona? Still feel like, yo, I'm still a Suns fan. I still feel like I'm part of the family. So that's the reason why I created Nothing But Suns as well. was because every time, like, the Suns did well, I just had nobody to cheer with. Like, nobody (laughs) was cheering with me. I got tired (laughs) of that, bro. I was like, no, I need some, like passionate Suns fans who want to cheer with me too, bro. So that's really why I made nothing but Suns. And, and so far it's been pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, shout out your sister, man. Cause she the one, no, no lie. Uh, she the one that put me on your page. Like she, right. she was like, Hey, follow, follow my brother page. He, you know, I know you love sports, you know, mm-hmm. I know you love basketball, follow his page. And I, I gave the page a follow. Cause I, I'm the type of person that I feel like a person can speak basketball without, I mean, I, I, I throw jokes. Uh, mm-hmm. If you listen to the podcast, I throw hella jokes. But if you can actually watch basketball and talk basketball to me, I'm always down to have a conversation and follow you. So, yeah. like, I gave you a follow. I followed. Look, I ain't going to lie. I was a lurking, lurking-ass nigga here and there. You feel me? <laughs> lurking. Mm-hmm. And I, I seen that you had that knowledge. So, be, becoming from basketball, becoming a basketball fan from video games, how did you flip that? into saying, you know what, I'm going to really, really dig deep into this shit. Yeah, man. So I, I fell in love with, with, with the video game. And um, so after that, it was just like, yo, let me play basketball. Like, I had the height. Like, I'm 6'2". So I was playing throughout, like, middle school, high school. I played, like, AAU. Played here in high school. Played on, like, numerous tournaments and stuff. So I was able to really see the game from, like, okay, I actually could play it, right? Like, I see it from a player's perspective. But then I also could see it from a fan's perspective. Right. So, for example, I remember one time I was playing this high school summer league game, and my sister, right, like she was like, "I don't know why you're not driving to the rim every time. What are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm trying to explain to her, right, like it is hard. Like you, you know, you're running, you know, a lot, like back and right, forth. Right. So one time I took her to the like local YMCA. It was like, okay, do this, run back and forth five times, then go make a layup, and you tell me how it feels. And then she was like, oh. I respect guys like LeBron. Because a lot of fans, bro, just don't have the empathy or sympathy uh, to understand why a player may be the way he is. or Because sometimes you have to play it to kind of understand it. But also, just because you play it doesn't really necessarily mean you understand it. Because I know kids, especially like I remember in my high school team, <laughs> I had a coach grab a kid because he was 6'4". He, he knew nothing about basketball. But he was like, just because you're 6'4", I'm going to grab you and you're going to play but he doesn't like basketball. He doesn't watch it. He just right. plays it. So I feel like it's always good to have both sides. If you played it and if you watch it, that's when like the knowledge comes. Yeah, not not a thousand fucking percent agree because like again, um, I play high school basketball, um, and mm-hmm. and I got a great great opportunity to just sit and and watch and again play the game and also you know help coach my uh brother who's going to college you know what i mean he hooped he hooped in high school so i i get that part but off that i want to ask you some sons questions because again your son's in the final shout out to your sons chris paul (laughs) did you really think uh take the fandom out of Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. out of the conversation did you really think this year they were going to win the final or not win be in the finals man one thing i tell people I'm a Suns fan, but if you know me, I'm a realist, bro. Like I don't, I don't sugarcoat shit. Like if you suck, you suck. If you're good, you're good. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have time for that. So, 
I honestly didn't see them going to the finals. I'm a, I'm just going to be honest. I did see them. I thought there would be like a second round exit, third round exit. I, I really didn't see them go this far. But we also have to keep in mind, you know, the injuries that happen. Right. Stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's another reason why I didn't think they would go to the finals. I thought it would be Lakers and Nets. But look what happened. So. Oh, okay, so let me ask you about the injuries because a lot of people poop mm-hmm. one on your team, poop one on the Bucks. <laughs> they said, man, if the Lakers was healthy, motherfucking right. Brian and AD, they wouldn't let right. this happen. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I'm gonna just throw my my opinion out there before I let mm-hmm. you get in yours. Me personally, I feel like you know injuries happen in basketball, right. and I know it was a lot of you know big time names. AD, you know Jamal Murray been out, so I don't really been count yeah. him for Denver, but uh, I'm gonna just say his name, Jamal Murray, uh, Kyrie. Um, Kawhi, they they all were hurt, but the Suns had their own issues also. Chris Paul got hurt, I want to say, in what the first or second round, you know, with his shoulder, shoulder and, yeah. and you know, he was out for two games because of COVID. Do you think uh, people should be shitting on your team for making the finals because these players were hurt? Listen, if you if you shit on, on the Suns for making the finals, you, you clearly don't know nothing about basketball. Facts. Because I agree. I had some shit. I had a post because I was just like, I seen some guy. He was like, oh, this is the Suns. This, this is like a wash-up ring. This shouldn't even count. And I got mad because I'm like, bro, look at Utah. They yeah. didn't do what they were supposed to. They were the first seed. No injuries, none of that crap. And they're playing uh, Kawhi-less Clippers, and they lost. Yep. At the end of the day, when you play basketball, you have to come out and play. That's it. Agreed. Chris Paul got these young guys ready. Because these young guys could have easily said, oh, no Kawhi, no Anthony Davis, no Jamal Murray. Yo, bro, we out to the club. Let's have fun. Chris Paul's like, no, no, no. <laughs> y'all motherfuckers is going to get y'all. You know what I mean? Get yourself <laughs> yeah. ready. Like, So um, another thing, too, like you said, you brought up the Chris Paul injuries. He had COVID, mm-hmm. the shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. So let's not act like we didn't have, you know, a couple bugs, little tweaks here and there, Booker breaking his nose. Like, you know, everybody gets hurt, man. That's the point of a team, though. So it's like when you see these super teams like the Brooklyn Nets and, you know, mm-hmm. all these great teams, at the end of the day, people forget you need a bench. Yep. If someone gets hurt, which will happen, you need a guy who you can rely on. Like, hey, can you kind of replace him? So don't go out here blaming the Suns because they beat the Lakers. Blame the Lakers for not having enough depth. <laughs> Or, you know what I mean? Just like I figure, I agree. No, no, hey, and I ain't trying to cut you off, but I I agree a thousand, again, a hundred and fucking thousand percent, bro. Like, cause look, this this the thing like about basketball again. I, I, Mm. look, I'm a Nets and Dallas Mavericks fan. And many of my listeners know that. So, like, when the Nets was built, and I was like, man, I'm not gonna lie, I love them getting hardened, but. That death, even though they had death, it wasn't the death that they had previously with Karis LeVert, with Jared Allen, with all these players that they had, you know, that was cohesive for a team. And the thing I looked at with the Bucks and the Suns, if you look at that, you know, the Bucks maybe don't have as much death as the Suns, but if you look at both teams, they have enough depth to withstand an injury, kind of like the Bucks with Greek. They have yeah. Bobby Portis step right in, and they have Brooke Lopez step up his game. Like So yep. same thing with uh, the Suns. They had Cameron Payne when Chris Paul went out. So they have players who can maintain. And right. I feel like a lot of people don't, you know, really look at that aspect of the game, man. They 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 hold out the 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 death part or the bench players or the other players <laughs> is what I call them. You know what I mean? The it's bench a team players. for a reason, my friend. Like man, <laughs> you need it. And let's give credit to Monty Williams. Like, oh let's yeah, give some credit to Monty. Coach Williams. of the year. Coach of the year, in my opinion. Like he had his team prepared. You know what I mean? The whole time, making adjustments. Like, hey, man, they swept Denver. That's, at the end of the day, you swept a, a team that had an MVP. That's, yep. not, re- that's not easy at all. Um, but they'll be back next year. Nuggets will be back. So, mm-hmm. so, so quick, quick question. Okay. Yeah. Since you're a Suns fan, I got to ask you this. I didn't ask you this in the beginning. Favorite okay. Suns player of all time. And Ooh. after that, and after that, I want your top five all-time Suns team, if you can. I know it's on the spot, but if you can. 
Like all time, like Suns teams. All like, like I mean, all time Suns players. So if you had, if, if somebody knocked on your door right now, was like, you yeah. know what? I'm gonna put you back in time. I want you uh-huh. to create your the best Suns team you can to put on the floor today. Who will be your top five players from the Phoenix okay. Suns? All right. So my favorite son is Amari Stoudemire. So he he um he made me like a real Suns fan just because like his dunks and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like that got me hyped. So all time is Stoudemire for sure, man. Okay. Uh, now if I had to do it all time, man, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go Steve Nash at the one. Oh, like, okay. Because the reason why I wouldn't pick Chris Paul because I would say I'll take 07 Nash than twenty twenty one Paul. So I'm gonna go Steve okay. Nash at the one. At the two, obviously, I'm gonna go with Book. Um. At the three. Uh, oh, at the three, I'm gonna go with Sean Marion. Sean Marion okay, for sure, for sure. At the four, you got to go with Barkley, and at the five, I'm gonna go with Stoudemire. Nasty, so, that's nasty. Yeah. That's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. That's so, nasty. Man, look, I think my start. Look, being a mm. Mavericks fans, I hated the Phoenix Suns, and I'm gonna tell you why I, know, I hated the Phoenix Suns. I'm gonna tell you why. why. It, it's not even us playing, you motherfuckers. It was just you motherfuckers stole every point guard we had bro from jason kidd who is my Uh favorite player of all time to steve dash it was just like these players would leave dallas you forgot to say luca he's coming (laughs) (laughs) yeah look look luca is standing dallas man we gonna give that bread he gonna he gonna have like a fourth year option or some shit player option right. but but we he gonna stay don't don't look don't give me on the Mavericks man we, we we got a whole new regime over there bro I don't I don't know how it's gonna go but mm-hmm. back to your son stealing my players y'all constantly stole my point guards so it's some of the point guards that I love like even though a lot of people call Steve Nash overrated he shouldn't won those MVPs whatever the case may be yeah. I kind of have to agree a little bit but right, I was okay. bad that y'all took those players, man, and seeing y'all compete and them becoming better player when they came on y'all team, that made it even more fucking infuriating, bro. Like, I was pissed the fuck off. Like, so how do you think this finals going to go, though? Like, like, what do you see as some key components or some X-factor players on both sides? Like, let's talk this finals. Yeah, for sure. Um, so first things first, man, we got to see what's the situation with Giannis. I just saw that. I, I think he's playing. Yep, he's game playing. One. It's official. He's playing. Yeah. Um, I usually – I like to evaluate the series by game two. By game two, I'll know how the series is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll see how Giannis is playing game one. But let's just say Giannis is, is fully healthy and everything's going well. I And I tell people this. This Bucks team, and to me, is the only team that I'm actually like, oh, shit, they can actually beat us. This Bucks team is the only team that I thought could actually beat us. Like, once we pass the Lakers, everybody's like, oh, you're shocked to go to the finals? I'm really not. I knew we could beat Denver. I knew we could beat the Clippers. Now, this Bucks team, the reason why I say they're a tough team is because they're, like, the only team where you can legitimately say they have four all-NBA-type defenders that can make mm-hmm. an all-NBA team, like, defense. So, and they could throw all of them at Booker. Like, Drew Holiday can get some Booker time. Chris Middleton could get some Booker time. P.J. Tucker could get some Booker time. Giannis could get some Booker time. So they're going to give Booker different looks that I thought, like, the Clippers didn't do. The Nuggets, the Lakers had no match for him. So it's going to be different. I think the toughest part for the Suns will be scoring. I think this Bucks team can really play some good defense. They're a good matchup with us. Like, everybody matches up well. Chris Paul, Drew Holiday, um, you know, that's a very good matchup right there. I can't wait to see that one. Booker. You know, also, I want to see the Battle of the Bigs, Aiton and Lopez. Yeah, because that's going to be nice. It's going to be interesting because Lopez switched his game around completely. Like, he's now at the three-point line. So, uh, Aiton, I want to see how he's going to play him. I know he played Jokic, and he was at the three-point line, but Jokic also does some damage inside. Yeah. Like, when I watch Brooke, now he just really camps out on the three. So, you know, I want to see how Aiton's going to play. But I'm really excited, bro. Like, this is, to me, Chris Paul has to take us home. And I, I remember I said this. You remember I texted you or something? I was like, Chris Paul will take us home. Yeah, you did. Finals. You did. <laughs> and I was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had 41 points. Because, like, bro, just think of it. Like, as a fan, psychologically, 
he knows this is probably his best chance of winning. It is. Like, let's just be honest. It is. Right? So he's not going to fuck around. He's not playing around, bro. So... I expect him in in, in um in these final series to really like look like Mr. MVP, like averaging maybe like twenty two and eleven type of type of numbers, man. I really do. I I know he wants it so bad. So, I anytime Chris, first of all, Chris Paul's on our team. So every time we play, I always feel confident that we're gonna win, because I always feel like if you have the smartest player on the court, especially during like the last four minutes of the game, man, I don't how can you lose? It's just. The execution is real. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. I did a little uh stat digging mm-hmm. myself, and I found out that during just these stats is during the playoffs only that the Bucks and the Suns are literally one and two in defensive rating. I think oh, they wow. got yeah, they got uh teams um scoring a hundred and ten. I think I, and I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. Uh 110 points given up by the Suns and 110 point one giving up by the Bucks, so it's like so similar, and their offensive ratings is similar. It's like 116 scored per 100 possessions by the Bucks, 116.1 per 100 possessions by the Suns. So me being a geek in this, like I'm a geek when it comes to shit like that, man. Like, yeah, man, I'm a geek when it comes to shit because it, it do like. It. like Stats don't tell the whole story, but it, it gives you an outlook of why these two teams made it. And, like, right. again, of course, people want to bring in injuries. I don't like saying that. But they were the best defensive defensive teams. They're the best, you know, so top five in offense for, you know, the East and Western Conference in the, in the playoffs. Right. Um, I think my, my biggest issue um, – and I got the Suns winning in six. Nice. But my my yeah, my my biggest issue would be um if the Bucks come out shooting hot. Now they haven't been shooting the three particularly hot, and the Suns do a great job of going guarding the corner three. Um yeah. who would you want to guard like Drew Holiday or like Giannis Antetokounmpo? Like, what is some um defensive matchups you would like to see for the Suns to go on here and pull this out? Because I'm pretty sure you got the Suns. Yeah, I have the Suns. <laughs> so, uh, um, I personally, I don't think the Bucks. I don't think their bench can keep up with our bench, like depth-wise, like you said, you mentioned earlier. So, a good matchup, Aiton and Giannis. I know Monty's going to do that because in regular season and fast, Aiton has always has the, he's always had the, uh, you know, the assignment to guard Giannis. So I don't know if Jay's gonna guard Brook Lopez. We'll see how that cross matchup goes. Mm-hmm. But I do expect to see some Aiton on Giannis for sure. Um, Chris Paul and Drew Holiday, man, that, that's gonna be that, tough. That's, that's tough on Chris Paul. Oh. Yeah, that's that's tough on Chris Paul, man. It's probably the toughest point guard he's, he's gonna face, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and then with with Drew Holiday being like you know six two six three and and stocky. Oh. Yeah, it's like you you do pick and rolls and all that. That shit don't affect him because guess yeah. what? He can switch off of bigger players. For, he just you know he's strong. He's like you say, he's a he's strong, strong motherfucker. Strong so motherfucker. man, so like it, it's gonna be interesting to see Chris Paul like try to navigate through his defense because he play he, he play what I call jail defense. <laughs> I mean he he on your ass twenty four seven. He don't talk, man. Mm. Man, he don't talk like Patrick Beverly. So you you just dare. Getting guarded by a six two six three two hundred pound guy who just don't talk, <laughs> like quiet hey, fucking assassin. Let me let me tell you something though. Hey, all right, Drew. Yeah, you can you know play good defense on Chris, but uh, when that bench comes in, it's a different dynamic. <sighs> like a lot of Suns fans, they notice. Man, I've been said this. The reason why I love campaign off the bench, mm-hmm. like he pushes the tempo, pushes, pushes, yep. pushes, pushes, pushes. Because sometimes Chris Paul can play a little half court. Mm-hmm. But campaign brings a different thing. So he'll push the tempo. Then we also have another shooter in Cameron Johnson that you got to worry about. Can't leave Cameron Johnson open, man. Um, no, you can't. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's something you can't do. Dario Sarge, hopefully he gets it going. You know, sometimes he'll have good games. Torrey Craig, he's an X-Factor as well. Yep. When he's hitting threes, rebounding, hustling, hard to beat. And you know my my main guy, he's not off the bench, but my main guy is Jay Crowder. You know me. That I, yeah, I forgot the stat, bro. Yeah, you, Every you, time you Jay drop more than four threes, the Suns really do not lose. Like Yo. we need Jay. Like that's he went to the finals last year. I know he wants to win this year. So I'm actually I'm really uh confident in Jay and his abilities. 
So that's that's a guy. Jay Crowd is a guy I'm looking at. Jay Crowd is the guy I'm looking at. And it's crazy. These teams, again, these teams are so similar. And, like, they got, like, a little bit mm-hmm. of uh, history between each other, of course. You know, with the Tory, like you said, the Tory Craig. Uh, Tory Craig this motherfucker, yeah. he's going to get For a ring cash. regardless, right? <laughs> For cash considerations. <laughs> this motherfucker going to get a ring regardless because he played with the Bucks and now he's on the Sun. So, right. shout out to him. But uh, y'all had a few other players, I want to say uh, – Ah, I forgot his name. Something oh. Bender, tall. Dra- uh, uh, yeah, this year? I don't think it's this Dragon year. Bender was like way back. Yeah, but yeah. you know, oh, he went to the Bucks. He went he to did. the Bucks. I think he did. Yeah, he and then did. you got like that. You got the Eric Bledsoe shit. Y'all had Eric Bledsoe. The Bucks, <laughs> the Bucks oh, we, had Eric we Bledsoe. We traded Bledsoe to the Bucks. Oh, no, for y'all... Monroe. I think we did. Uh, I think like yeah, I think y'all did trade him to the Bucks. Oh, yeah, bro. Yes. So it's it, so long ago. It's crazy, like, just the connection <laughs> that both yeah, of right? these teams have, and yeah. they now in the finals. And speaking of super teams, yes, do sir. you like super teams or do you like organic teams like the Bucks, like the Suns? Because the Suns got Devin Booker homegrown, Giannis right. homegrown, Middleton homegrown, Bridges yeah. homegrown, homegrown, and they signed – Homegrown. Yeah, Aiden homegrown, and they signed and um traded for a couple players here and there, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like – Superstars. Yeah. How do you, what? How do you feel about that aspect? Uh, when I was younger, I hated it because you know I was following the wave. I was like, oh, I hate LeBron, I hate the super team. <laughs> right. Man, right. now I get now I get older, man. I look at it from a different perspective. Listen, and I'll tell people these guys, especially in today's era, everybody's getting judged on rings, unfortunately. Yep. So, yes, it's cool and cute that Russell stayed with OKC. Ha ha ha. Yes, but guess what? Katie got three rings, bro. Yep. Or does he have two? It's two. No, no, no. Two, two, two. My bad. Katie got two rings. Katie got two rings. Russ, you got zero. You want to preach that loyalty stuff? Look where you at now. Look where KD's at now. I'm going to go with KD's. I was like, I'm going to be the guy that have two rings. Yeah, you could call me whatever you want. Uh, uh, First of all, first off, these lawyers ain't loyal. Look what Pat Riley did with Dwayne Wade. Like, let's just stop it right there. So I'm for all that movement stuff. And honestly, it makes the NBA entertaining. Like, let's all just have big threes, bro. Let's... Let's all have big threes. Like, can you imagine, like, Carl Anthony Towns? If he had, like, man, let me think. Carl had, man, if he had, like, Steph on his team, and then, nah. you know, like, right? Like, nah. I'm, I'm for it, bro. It, it brings more excitement to the game. I'm, I'm for it, man. I know people hate it because they, quote unquote, is cheating, but I, I don't know. I'm like, to me, it puts, it puts stress on the owners, bro. It makes owners actually have to do their job and pay. Yep. Like, to me, like, you know what I mean? Because if they have a big three and you're still stuck on just having one guy, you're clearly not going to win. And a lot of owners back then, and this is why I hated, you know, back then basketball, because owners would take advantage of it. For example, yep. Allen Iverson, right? He was Ooh. the one star. So what the owners would do is say, hey, wait, hold on. He's still selling tickets, right? And I don't really have to pay another superstar because regardless they're all going to want to see iverson okay so let me not pay keep my money let's ride out Allen iverson until he's about like 30 and we'll trade him and trade him yep and that's what they did yep. because it was just like why would i get another superstar you guys better watch it anyways so i love the fact that now fans are putting pressure on these owners like yo they got a big three what are you doing but why do you only have one guy like i love it some of these owners, man, they don't want to win. They just want money. And it's like, no, like, let's win. Like, yep. And, and, and see me, I, I'm more of the guy. I, I like both. Like, to me, mm-hmm. personally, I like seeing a team like the Suns and um, the, the Warriors. And the Warriors, yeah, where they, you know, even even with Durant, I felt like they did something similar to what the Lakers did with Shaq. Um, I mean, with Kobe, like they drafted Kobe, then they, yeah. you know, got Shaq in free agency. I felt like KD, they still oh, sort okay. You see what I'm saying? They they yeah, they I built their team and got that superstar, and then they drafted, which nobody knew. You know, God rest Kobe. So nobody knew Kobe was gonna be. That guy, right. But they drafted well. Same thing the Warriors did. They drafted, you know, Steph. They drafted uh, Clay. They drafted Draymond. Then they said, you know what? This ain't going to be enough. We need a guy who's just going to make us unstoppable. Let me go get KD. I like all that shit. I like, 
you know, the what the Nets did getting Harden. I mean, you want to win, go get it. If if go a team get it. right, if, if a team go be dumb enough to trade their best player for little or nothing, to me, that was little or nothing. You know, hey, go hey, get listen. it. Bro, and and I hate I hate the whole oh luxury tax crap. Man, you're a billionaire, bro. Uh, if you you'll find a way to get money. Man, <laughs> you're a billionaire, bro. I don't want to hear that. If you that, want to win, you'll win. Fact that fucking luxury tax shit is just for us. It's for it's for media perception and fans, bro. Because again, like you said, they billionaires. And not only that, I'm pretty sure they getting so much money, bro, from from fans, from from apparel, from yeah. all all that shit, bro. Like they could pay that luxury tax with no problem. No problem. Um, but I I again I do like the organic way. I like seeing teams mm-hmm. say, "I'm a draft this guy and watching him grow." Like I. I watch Booker grow. I watch Giannis grow. Yeah. And, and it's cool to see these guys. Aiden, you know, who motherfuckers was calling the bus for some fucking reason. Wow. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. he, because he was in the same class with Luca and Trey. It's crazy. But, you know, every player is not a scorer. So it's like um, seeing teams grow and seeing yeah. teams, you know, do this and, and, and take themselves to the finals, it's amazing. I agree. But, uh, Beauty. Yeah, but off that, bro. So, what what do you think is what do you think the Suns will go after this? Win, lose. Where do you yeah. think will happen after this? What's the next step for the Phoenix Suns? Yeah. So, um, hate to shit on your Dallas Mavericks, bro. Oh, I've been trying to, to be honest. So, um, I had someone tell me, oh, this is like the Cinderella uh, story, kind of like the Mavericks in 2011. You know. Yep. Yep. And. One thing I said, though, I said, to be honest, the difference is, is that our youngest player is DeAndre Ayton. Mm. Like, I, I hope people understand that. He's mm-hmm. our youngest player. <laughs> and he's our third. Like, he's a beast. He's going to be all-star next year. So, and he's 22. Book is 24. Bridges is 24. Kev Johns is 20. Like, we're going to be here. You know what I mean? Chris Paul, I, I know we can at least get another year out of him. We're going to be back, bro. We're not going nowhere. Um, and, and what I and what I preached about it, you guys could go see my video. This is way back. I said, regardless of what happens with this Chris Paul deal, this is way back in October. I said, James Jones set a culture and he set some type of standard in Phoenix. He set the culture of, hey, guys, we want to win now. This isn't the, you know, 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 Phoenix Suns. This is the 2020 and, and you know, moving forward Phoenix Suns. Guys, we're going to win. So now bringing Chris Paul in, now free agents are like, okay. You got Booker, you got Aiton, you got Weather, yeah, James Jones, you know what I mean? A a GM that everybody respects. Monty Williams, a nice, you know, great coach, black coach, everybody respects. So it's it's like, why wouldn't I now go to Phoenix? And and, and I agree, bro. Like, okay, so you know, a quick story. Um, I I got some homies, me and my homies, uh Muhammad and my other homie John. You know, we we always had these conversations, and before the Phoenix Suns even got Chris Paul, I I was always I ain't gonna say I was a a fan of Phoenix. I I just again I love seeing teams with young players and them growing, and I would always say, Hey, this was before the bubble happened, it was just last year. Everybody was down in the suns. Why are they going to the bubble? I was like, hey, man, look. Next year, they going to the playoffs. I said, this was going to happen. I said, they got the weapons. I said, I, I love the Villanova uh, player and Mikael Bridges. Yeah. yeah. I loved him because I love Villanova players. I was like, I love – I always loved Booker. I always felt like he was underrated because his team just wasn't built good around him. I agree. I, I said this. I said, Aiden, he's going to play better once he gets a point guard because Booker is not a point guard. guard you feel me? Yes, yeah. Yes, so, so I was like, they go sign somebody. I didn't know it was Chris Paul. I was like, they go sign somebody. Uh-huh. I said, they go get a couple vets. They go make the playoffs. And I said, they go be like a top five seed. This before nice. everything. Wow. My homie said, Boy, you always talking about these trash ass teams. <laughs> Damn, man. You know how many times I heard that shit? I heard that shit in a row, man. Man, hey, man. But it's cool seeing cool. seeing them grow, bro, and seeing right. them organically come together. Like you said, shout out to James Jones, man. He's a brilliant mind. I didn't know he was that fucking, you know, brilliant to begin with. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't know he was, say, he was that smart. Go ahead. Let me tell you something about James Jones, bro. First off, 
you already know. He, I think he has like three rings. So he knows how to build a championship team. Yep. If you go look at James Jones and who he drafted, he's, for, if I'm not mistaken, whether it be like uh, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jalen Smith, Ty Jerome, I think that's all. That's only I could think of right now that he drafted. If I'm not mistaken, bro, he never has drafted like a one and done. He's always drafted guys who are ready to play now, right? Like third year guys, mm-hmm. guys who won championships. And I love that because, like I said, that's setting a tone. Like, all right, because after a while, bro, like as a Suns fan, I got tired of seeing fucking nineteen year olds on my team, bro. <laughs> like, I, like I might as well just watch the college. Game. Uh... At one point, I forgot. I think the starting lineup was like Tyler Eulis, D Book. Oh, Jackson, I remember that. Yeah. Marquise Chris <laughs> and like some center. And bro, at, 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 I remember at one point they were all like projected to be sophomores in college. Dude. Like <laughs> I was like, bro, am I watching the college team? Or fucking G League, G League, G League, yeah, that was and, a G League team. And James Jones got that. He was like, all right, we're gonna nip that shit in the bud, man. Because at the end of the day, first off, <laughs> to be in a championship team, you need veterans. Look at the Bucks. Yep. Like you can't win with a young team. Everybody's always trying to find follow this OKC blueprint. But I tell people, I don't know why GMs follow that crap. It's very rare you're gonna find three all-time like greats yep. in the draft yep. in a row. That is, I've never seen a team do that ever. So, I like you can even say the Warriors, but Draymond Green is not like an all-time great. Like he's not like an MVP. No, nah, he, he like a, he, yeah, yeah. He's just a great. He's probably great one player. of the greatest role player ever. That's ever. Yeah. But you're not you're not gonna compare him to like Westbrook, Harden, Durant. No, nah, no, nah. nah, he ain't no star. Nah. Yeah, so that's why like. I was tired of doing this young crowd, man. I was like, yo, young teams don't win, man. Like, let's get some old guys. Let's get some vets. That's why I love the Jay Crowder pickup, the CP pickup, even the Langston Galloway pickup. Oh, like, that's, that's big. Even though those guys are it. like 28, bro. Like, nope. Frank Kaminsky. Like, you need like, – like I said, the Suns, the youngest player is DeAndre Ayton. He's 22. Other than that, they have older players. That's why they're here. They have older players. Their average age is probably 27. So, I know people call them young because inexperienced playoffs, but, like, they have guys who've been there and are leaders. And, you know, if you have a good coach in Monty Williams, you know, things could go well. And I just want to piggyback on what you said about last year, because I know your friends like trash ass team. So me, <laughs> last, year, last year, bro, I I was trying – I was going so hard for the Suns, man. Like, I was really trying to tell people, like, this is the team for the 2020s. Like, I loved what Kelly Oubre brought, Ricky Rubio, Aaron Baines. And I just hope people oh, – like, I want people to remember this. DeAndre Ayton missed 25 games for taking drugs. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he didn't miss those 20, like, now I, let me let me use that that excuse, okay? Let me use that because everybody likes using excuses when it comes to the NBA. <laughs> if DeAndre Ayton didn't miss 25 games, the Phoenix Suns would have been an eighth seed or a seventh seed. Um, that's a fact. I, I agree. Nobody I agree. ever talks about that. Nobody no. ever talks about it. You know why though? Because wow. they they were so used to the Phoenix Suns being the Phoenix Suns. No, no yeah. offense. They was they yeah, were no, so, I get it. yeah, they were so used to the Phoenix Suns just being trash. They trash, they seen yeah. and then I don't get why though. So like growing up and uh, watching the Phoenix Suns again, we had battles. My Dallas Mavericks battles with the Suns. Bro. Like set, watching San Antonio Spurs even sometimes have battles with the Phoenix Suns. Like it, it was it was pretty cool. So I don't get why people don't look at trends. I always look at trends for organizations. But, but Chris, you know why though, bro? Why? Because like, when did you start watching basketball? Okay, so I started watching basketball. Just watching, I would say like around nine. Now me, like, and what under- year was that? Okay, so ooh, ninety nine. Okay, all right, ninety nine. Yeah, so, uh, but understanding basketball, I didn't start really understanding till I was like. 11 or 12 13 okay. you know where i'm like okay my my uncle's talking to me they like look this player doing this for this reason or and i started getting it like oh okay i see i, mm-hmm. I get it um I, I i just think trends and organizations is big i feel me like too. when or, organizations keep their owners and their owners already had you know success even though it wasn't finals success you know y'all mm-hmm. had runs with steve nash you know yeah, y'all had success. And and me seeing, you know, y'all get players like Sean Marion, who's a vet. S- seeing players like Amari started my vet, Steve Nash, a vet point guard, you know. Joe Johnson, yeah. Joe Johnson, like all vets who knew the game, I was like, they're going to do that shit again. Oh, yeah. 
it was only a matter of time. And the reason why I asked your age, bro, is because, mm-hmm. like, I have I have a friend. He's like 21, 22. and he was like, he said something. He said, "Yeah, bro." Like, he was like, "Growing up, the Suns were ass," and I was just like. <laughs> I was like, okay, you watch basketball later. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, like, me and you, like, I watched that shit at eight. So when I was yeah. like, it was 2005, you know what I mean? While people play Yu-Gi-Oh and shit, I was staying up 10.30 watching hey. fucking Denver versus Suns inside the NBA, getting ready to go to my, my fucking English class the next day in the morning <laughs> while everybody was playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Hey, don't knock like, Yu-Gi-Oh. Don't knock Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> no, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. I, 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 I fucks with Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I love Yu-Gi-Oh, but I was, I, was, I was playing ball, though. You know what I mean? Like, I feel you. I feel you. But I forgot. I'm just like, yeah, the average like fan or person isn't watching hoops at eight. Like, most people start at, like, 14, 15. Yeah, yeah. So if you start at 14, 15, you started when the Suns were trash. So you don't know before it. You don't know how they were. You just started at the post-Steve Nash era. Yep. About Michael Beasley's, Shannon Browns, Jermaine O'Neal, Marston Gortat, Louis Scola, man. The list was fucking on, bro. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Like, it was was bad, bro. It was was really bad. So I understand why some people are like, the Suns? (laughs) Because it's like, from what they watched when they were growing up, they were trash. I understand that. You know? It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like, Someone saying the Kings right now because Kings yep. are horrible. But if you was like yep. in the '90s, the Kings were like was they were great and all that crap. Man, so what? What? What do you think is the next step for you? So we going off the Suns. You got nothing but the Suns. You know what I'm feeling? Yeah. I, I, I fucks everybody. If you got an Instagram, all my listeners, you got an Instagram. Make sure, sure y'all follow nothing but the Suns. It's a great Enjoy. sports page about the Phoenix Suns. What's the next step mm-hmm. for your Instagram page and just for your for your brand? Yeah, so um, I got a lot of shit going on. Listen, man, I got a lot of ideas. So right now I'm in, I'm in like graduate school, so it's it's kind of tough really implementing these ideas. But man, they're all jotted down. Oh, hold um, on, hold on, hold on. Before you get started, congrats on that, man. I seen your sister posted on Instagram. Oh, bro. Con- yeah. Congrats, bro. I, I'm so sorry. I should have said that in the bro, beginning. Congrats, man. That's it, what's up, man. Another hey. black man going to get. Hey, get that shit. Yes, get sir. that shit. But my appreciate fault, it, my fault for cutting you off. But uh, yeah, so. For nothing but sons, man, like, once I get, like, a certain level of followers, man, I'm trying to really take my thing to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to be on YouTube. I want to post a lot of content. Whether, like, like I could think of a video right now. Like, why Nash deserved those MVPs compared to Kobe or, you know what I mean? Ooh. Like, I could, I could stir shit up like that. I'll be posting highlights. Like, uh, just everything sons. Um, and then eventually, man, maybe some merch, shit like that. Um, I definitely want to do like interviews, like yo, get you on my YouTube channel and like for you know example, I'm there. bro, like think about like for example, let's say Sons and Mad, like on a regular fucking Wednesday, I would like me and you could have like a little pregame or or even a post game. We just talk about it, and then they'll have like Suns fans interact, talk about it. Like you're in it, you know what I mean? Like that's what yeah. I want because I I have friends with every team, so I would do that. Like hey, this next game, let me hit my friend on Mavericks game, let me hit this guy. Pistons game, let me hit this guy. Nuggets game, let me. So it could just be constant, uh, you know, flowing motion, always interviewing people, always talking hoops. At the end of the day, my channel is nothing but Suns, bro. So anything Suns, I'll post it. I want to have like a Throwback Thursday segment where we talk Throwback Suns, like the Barkley days, the the, the Kevin Johnson days, because you know, I like history. KG. <laughs> hey, K, KJ was one of the most underrated players ever. Just just Yo, wanted to say that, bro. He was so fucking nasty. amazing, bro. I to go back and look my at bad. It. I'm sorry that he no, was you're one good. of my. He was one of my favorite players, bro. And I'm sorry, Babby's friends. Yes, that motherfucker was cold. I'm sorry. He was nasty, bro. And like, you know, it's always good to me. Like, I just enlighten, enlighten people about history. I think, I think if you know the history about basketball, mm-hmm. you'll understand it more. You know what I mean? Like, that's just my opinion. Like, I always go back and watch classic hoops, bro. Always, always. So okay, so I didn't get your prediction. And I know the game going on. I'm sitting here watching it as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get your prediction before we go into this other, you know, this other shit. Like I told you I want. Yes, I told you I wanted mm-hmm. to talk to about. What's your prediction? Sons right, and what? Because so, we already know. Sons and what? Know sons. <laughs> hey, yo, Sons and Seven, man. Okay, okay, Sons and Seven. Hey, sons hey, you, seven. you, you want them to win on their home court? I want them to win on their home court. That is the. I want them winning on a home court. Chris Paul having the MVP trophy. That is a dream season. I can't complain about that. Okay. 
Hey, we both got the Suns. I got them in six. Brian mm-hmm. got them in seven. Now, I know you heard about this Rachel Nichols shit, okay? Oh, and I want to be as in depth as possible because, again, a lot of a lot of my listeners, you know, I got some who 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 are very 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 into, um, just the I guess what's going on with the you know atmosphere of sports but I got some who just are not so much into it yeah so I want to read what's going on before if I can find this shit I I had it written down let me see if I can find this shit but I wanted your while I'm finding this shit I wanted your take on what's going on with ESPN Rachel Nichols and you know Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor. So, man, when I first heard about it, it was actually through. um, It was on YouTube. It was like a suggested video. It was like Stephen Jackson talks about Rachel Nichols incident, and I'm like, uh oh, like (laughs) anytime Stephen Jackson's involved, it's not. Kwame Brown. I was like, I love Kwame though. I I love Kwame. I love Kwame, man. Mama's cooking. Hey, already. Oh man. So I, so first off, I um I just went on Twitter and then I saw it trending. Like everybody was like, oh my gosh. So I seen what Rachel said. I was just like, really, Rachel? She I think she was on some like, I love the you know, diversity, inclusion, you know, the black people, but just don't do it on my lane. Basically, like but well, she didn't say that. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read and it's it's quite lengthy, so I'm gonna skip Go over. Ahead. But I'm gonna read what basically happened. So this is from the New York Times. Everybody, you know, that's just where I'm getting it from. Uh, shit, yeah. it, it basically says uh, Rachel Nichols, who is white, said Maria Taylor, who is black, earned the job to host the 2020. Mind you, this is a fucking year ago. So fuck ESP, fuck ESPN for not addressing this when it happened. Yeah, yeah, when it happened, but. Um, you know, she she hosted the 2020 NBA Finals coverage because she said this is what Rachel Nichols said was feeling pressure on diversity. And it, it goes on to say as the NBA playoffs started in May, the stars uh of the NBA uh, ESPN basketball show NBA countdown discussed whether they would refuse to appear on it because what she said. So basically, uh she was talking to LeBron James. Uh, I want to per- say personnel. Like- per- yeah, like he's a longtime advisor of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Rich Paul. His name is uh, what is his name? I just saw Adam. Ooh, I can't Adam pronounce his name. Yeah, I, I want to call him that shit, but <laughs> I'm gonna just say his first name because I can't pronounce his last name. Fuck it, yeah. Adam. Um, she was talking to this guy. She was just telling, you know telling him how uh, she felt like ESPN, because what was going on during the time of the bubble, you know, with George Floyd, with all the kids. It's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Black Black Lives Matter. She was basically, um, what she says, venting to, uh, you know, Adam, the advisor of LeBron, and said, you know, she only got hired because of the diversity, and they wanted to put a black woman on, you know, the finals, uh, basically the finals bigger picture. They they wanted ESPN wanted to s- see a black woman uh-huh. on the sideline. Yeah. So a- as I'm reading this, bro, like the dude Adam. Hopefully LeBron get away from this dude because he, he that that's his last name Adam Middleson. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Okay, so basically this dude says you know. Um, I just want them to go somewhere else. It is in my contract, by the way. This is, I'm sorry, this is Nicholson talking talking to Adam. She said, basically, I want them to go somewhere else, saying that she didn't want them to get Maria Taylor. She said, it's my job in my contract, by the way. This is what she's telling dude because it got caught on video because her dumb ass left her video recording on from her hotel room. So her dumb ass got caught. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And somebody in ESPN called it, screenshot it, sent it to Maria Taylor. And that's how all this shit came out. That's how all this shit came out. Yep. And I'm just scrolling through. I'm sorry, y'all, if I'm everywhere. I'm just scrolling through trying to give y'all an in-depth, but, you know, fast, simple conversation. Um, So 
that's what she said to the Adam guy. And she said, uh, you know, I don't I don't want her having a job. They feel impressed because of racial diversity. She shouldn't have a job. It's in my contract. I should have had a job. So this Adam more Morrison guy, he goes to, you know, tell her like, hey, you know, I'm tired of this me too movement and i'm tired of black lives matter it's exhausting and he and she laughs like if, if y'all listen to the video recording it could be found on youtube it could mm. be found on deadspin uh if y'all listen to it this this motherfucker laughs rachel nichols laughs like yeah I, i'm kind of exhausted too about it um me long story yeah we long, yeah we all were i think i but keep going because i, I, I no, have shit to say so okay I, I okay so so uh basically you know he told her to be careful you know because the place is a snake pit he was speaking on espn he was like you know be careful of what you say because this place is a snake pit you know how they are and he, he goes to say you know and she goes to say those same people who are you know like generally white conservative male trump voters is a part of the reason i have a hard time at espn so she's basically blaming espn and, and she said i'm trying to be nice you know just so i can get where i can lay in uh long story short because it goes in it, it goes in death how um maria taylor of her contract this is her last week in espn because of her contract they're not going to resign her from from what new york times is saying it goes wow. in depth about how the female who recorded the video on screenshot how she got fired they fired her yes they fired her um and it, it's just a lot a lot of nasty shit going on espn you had jalen rose um andrew uh you had wajanowski you had uh all you know the people who kind of do the nba countdown you had those people saying like yo she ain't been rachel nichols ain't a good team player we don't even want to do this shit with her no more you, yeah. so you had a lot of shit like ESPN pre-recording her interviews or like pre-recording her going on the sidelines in 2020 because they didn't want to be with her. It was, it was a lot of crazy shit going on. So with that being said, cause I, I could go on and on cause this is a long fucking, <laughs> a long fucking thing. With that being it said, is. how yeah. do you feel about Rachel Nichols basically um, saying like, you know, Maria Taylor don't got that job cause she was black. And it was my, I, I didn't want her to get that job at my expense, basically. So here's my thing. And it, it, it could honestly be true. Like, but Maria Taylor probably got the job because she was black. It could and the be. The whole Black, live, black my, like, Lives Matter thing was going on. I understand. And from Rachel's perspective, you could say, all right, cool. It's, it's not fair. But what I was trying, what I thought Rachel was going to do, or the type of person I thought Rachel was, like, I thought she was down for the bros, you know what I mean? Nah. Like, down with us, bro. Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, you know what I mean? Nah. Like, if she was really down, this is what Rachel would have said. She was like, yo, you know, Adam, I'm tight. Like, I really wanted to work the finals. But I got to think bigger picture. This black lady is working. It's good for ESPN. It's good for the future. I'm going to have my shot another time. I am Rachel Nichols. She got her own you, fucking show. Right. I'm like, <laughs> she got the jump. She's so selfish. It's like, bro, selfish. You're not thinking holistically of what a black, like what it can do for the NBA, what it can do for ESPN, what it can do for just little girls watching that, bro. Like, it's just, just the, just the life of what we were living last year, man. Like, I thought Rachel would be like, yeah, I'm for yeah. it. Like, get this black girl in here. What the shit they go through and, all the Black Lives Matter, this would be great for the black community. That's the type of Rachel I was expecting. Yeah, because that's how, she, for that. that's how she front on TV. That's how she front on TV. I would have I been like, you know, Rachel, I get why you're angry. But you said that, like, yo, you know what? Just let the girl do it, man. It's, 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 I get it. It's Black Lives Matter time. It's a big movement in the world, society. This is bigger than me. Let Maria do what she has to do. Bro, I would have been team Rachel Nichols all the way. I would have her a nice postcard. <laughs> now? now, nah, bro. I'm just like, listen, Rachel, one of them, man. I was like, yeah, yeah, she, and, she. And I got upset with Stephen Jackson, man. Like, he was like, yeah, Rachel, we rot. Everybody's like, who's we? 
He's like, man. be bothered with you, Rachel. He was like, I ain't never seen Rachel be racist. She helped me out. I was like, Jack, shut up. Like, oh my God, bro. Like, he, he, and, and what made me, and I'm gonna I'm give my opinion on it. What made me mad, and I, I look, I like I love Steven Jackson. Jackson. Man, I, I hate it. With, man, I fucks with <laughs> Steven Jackson, bro. Like, what made me mad, what he said, it's not. Because he had one video come out that he deleted off of Instagram oh, where wow. he went off on Rachel. He was like, hey, Rachel, I ain't spoke to you. You better call me. But this not looking good on your end. Like, I see that. Yeah. Right. So he deleted it because he spoke to her. And he said, yeah, ESPN did do a, uh, what was the word he said? They uh, 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 A sympathy hire. Like, huh? Like, w- wait a minute, bro. Like, okay. Okay. So. All right. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. This is the disrespectful part. A sympathy heart. Let's not act like we're yeah. qualified. Let's yeah. not act like she hasn't done games before. Let's not nope. act like she doesn't work her ass off. Work it's not like ass off. you're picking off a random ass chick from the street that hasn't done shit. So that's what pisses me off talking about sympathy hire. And I'm just like, bro, like I say, it's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than Rachel Nichols. It's bigger than ESPN. It's bigger than Steven Jackson. ESPN was showing the world, like, hey, we now I don't know if they really are, but they were showing like, hey, we are down for you guys. We are down for the Black Lives Matter because we know how much, you know, you guys view us. Like, we support y'all. Right. That's how I thought, you know, ESPN's way of thinking. And I really wish Steven Jackson and Rachel Nichols thought that way. So, so like, with, with, with Steven Jackson, you know he got beef with ESPN. They got a long history of whatever the fuck happened. That's why he don't go on ESPN no more. That's why he on Fox Sports. But my thing about this was um, Maria Taylor, like you said, she worked her ass off. I remember the first time I saw her was a volleyball game. Like I was just scrolling, and mm-hmm. this was, like, a couple years ago. I was just scrolling and came on ESPN, and it was her. She was doing a fucking volleyball game. Like, who the fuck watched volleyball on ESPN? I'm pretty sure some <laughs> do. But You'd let's be, be honest. Come on, right. <laughs> Let's let's be honest. That shit ain't popping no ratings for ESPN, really. Right, so right. like, it's like she worked her way up and to the you know she used to do college and game yeah. day, all this shit. Yeah, she worked her way up to the top. So it's not like it's a sympathy fucking hire and no, no shit like that. And, and with ESPN, like only thing I'm mad about ESPN is that they ain't take care of this a year ago because they have mm-hmm. shown diversity. I mean, you could go years back where it was um, Chris Broussard. Uh, Chris Haynes. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like so many, you know, black people on the NBA finals, and it was like only one white guy. So they always tried to try to show diversity, but ESPN looking shaky in this because they should they should have suspended Rachel like easily. Like easily. They should because you fired a girl who screenshot this and send it to Maria Taylor, but you do nothing to Rachel Nichols. And she gave that little weak ass apology today on the jump. And you know what I mean? It, 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 oh, it was, look at that shit. Bro, that yeah. shit was pathetic. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have put Maria in no. it. No. Here's my thing. Keep it <laughs> real. Like, I Facts. Hate, just be like, listen, y'all. I, I was, was bitter. That she got my job. Yep, I'm yep. Sorry. I was bitter. Yep. Hey, just be honest, bro. Like, all this bullshit. That's why I hate today's world, man. Everybody just be... Nobody's real no more, bro. It's yeah, just, bro. It, it's it's all it's all you know. Yeah, it's all. I, I gotta keep my image the way it image is, you know. Because yeah. she again, like Steven Jackson said, a lot of black people fucked with her. I, I fucked. I, I did. Yeah. I, I, I used to fuck with her. You know, she she. It was funny trying to hear her. You know, say our lingos and, mm-hmm. and all that shit. I, I thought she was cool, but you know, again, uh, snakes. You know, they 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 show their head through the grass. My my thing, my thing is with Rachel. Um, why why did why were you talking to like LeBron's personal advisor, like out of all people to vent to? Was this Man, to stop? Know. Was this to stop interviews for Maria Taylor? Because he she got to go through him to get interviews for LeBron and AD. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was interesting. Yeah. So it's like it seemed like you was being real messy by venting to this dude, by vent, venting to this particular person. I, I just didn't like it across the board, bro. Like I, I think she deserved all the jokes niggas giving her on Twitter I agree. and on Instagram. Like with She's this not, whole, I, I she just deserve hope, all of it. I just hope though, like black people are awake and just say, hey. Rachel's not for us, bro. Like, I, I really hope people understand that. Because, like I said, if Rachel was really for us and down for us, she would have easily been like, you know, guys, 
this is what's been an exceptional summer. You guys went through a lot. I'm right. the culture. Exactly. Maria, you deserve it. Maria, I'll be back here next year. Like, it, 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 man. That's how you should be thinking. Because you will, Rachel. You're nice. Like nah. even on, even man. even like even not her saying, you know, Maria deserve it because she is black. Maria deserve it because she's a woman. You would think like woman you to woman, like, yeah, like because ESPN really only show like maybe one woman per show, maybe yeah. two at the most. But like you would think, yeah, you would think like man, this is a woman. She that th- you would think she would say something like this. I, I love that Maria Taylor's on there. She's making a movement for women, like affirmative yeah. action type for shit. Like women. you know what I <laughs> mean? Yeah, like uh, affirmative action help more. And I know I'm going off the subject, but affirmative yeah. action helped more white women than black women. So she, you would think, bro, you would think she would have bigged up that. But yeah, that's that shit a sticky situation. Like, like I, I, I just wish they ESPN would have handled it different. I wish Rachel mm. would have handled that differently. Also, shit, she's. I just can't look at her the same. <laughs> she it sucks. She, it sucks. It really does. But. I don't know. I, you know, in today's generation, anyway, yeah. keep it real, man. Everybody got yeah. short-term memory, so uh, keep it real. They keep it real. Like everybody gonna be back on Rachel. You know, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. I'm you ain't lying, lie. bro. We live in an era where news is like in and out. Yo, like, all right, whatever. We over. I, I got a couple homies. Look, I was on Twitter. Yeah. You know, and me and my homies was laughing about this, and um, uh, it was like. The rumor is Jimmy Butler was, you know, clapping the cheeks. You know what I mean? I clapping I, Rachel. Someone yeah. told me that today. Where is everybody seeing this? Twitter. Go, okay, so go Twitter. It was a rumor. And it was a rumor last year. I think they kind of hush-hushed it. But it was a rumor that uh, Jimmy Butler. And I'm uh, listen, everybody, it's a rumor. So it's not saying it's true. Not saying yeah, it's sure. not true. But Jimmy Butler was clapping her cheeks in the bubble. That's what the rumor is. And... You know, you and it was a couple of my homies who was like, Yeah, I, I'll forgive her if she let me if they if she let me <laughs> clap the cheeks like, the uh, cheeks. like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> but man, um I, I just wanna say, man, thank you for hopping on, bro. I'll definitely go have you back on. I, and, and and it was cool talking sons and just just getting your basketball knowledge. Uh game one is going on now, bro. We both got the sons. Um, you want to drop your social media handles so the people can uh, follow you? Yo, so bro, yeah. Your podcast is so good, bro. Like, I honestly thought I was on the phone with one of my homies so I could check a video. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, it's a podcast. Uh, I can't do that. Uh, it's cool, man. Like, hey, audio issues happen all the time. That, hey, yeah. look. That's what it's all for this podcast, you know what I mean? To just have, like, regular conversations, bro. But mm-hmm. it's all good, you know what I mean? I, I just wanted to let you go because I know it's game yeah. one. Um, yeah. And I both know we want to watch this game. But before sure. we go, I wanted to ask you, um, what's your social media handle? So, you know, some yeah. of the listeners can follow you. And, uh, yeah. yeah, go from there. Yeah, um, so it's the same with everything, man. So on Instagram and Twitter. I will be on YouTube in, in um in the near future though. But I'm primarily on Instagram and Twitter, so it's nothing but sun. So it's you can spell that like it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing but suns. I mean it's simple. So you can find it anywhere. So yeah. That's it. Yeah, man. Hey, it was it was a wonder having you again. His Instagram, because I think Bro. you were breaking up a little bit, but yo, uh his oh. Instagram is nothing but sons nothing but the sons and um make sure y'all give him a follow uh his name brian hey it was good having you on man this is man you gotta come back on bro see well let me ask you something bro what's up bro go ahead me me and my friend we we cooking some shit right where especially him because he's he's into like college draft picks and like uh like the draft and he's into these young guys mm-hmm. like are you are you into that like how do you feel about like uh, so, i see you you watch college ball and shit like yeah yeah uh i i love uh i was gonna make a do a little nba mock talk draft talk you know on the podcast man coming you know whenever oh. that happens um so yeah i'm all into that shit bro like i'm plugged into it i think uh detroit uh, should just draft the best player available which is k cunningham um but yeah um I'm I'm well into, into it. Yes. Okay. I'm into so, it. So 
like, bro, as soon as, like, you know, as the draft nears, maybe we could get you on, on our, you know, database. And then we could get on your shit, like, us two. I don't know if that's possible for two people. But if that's possible, bro, we can get on that, too. Like, Hey, man, I'm, I'm down. You know I'm down for the cause, man. Hey, just, just, hey, look, just link up with me, bro. Mm-hmm. Just link mm-hmm. up, man. I, I, I'm not trying to keep you too long because I'll start talking again. But, uh, yeah, you definitely. know. Hey, it was nice. It was nice having you on, Brian. Man, I appreciate you again. This is Opinionated Facts. This is Chris Williams, aka C Will, and love, peace, happiness. Peace, Peace. yes, sir. Bitch, I'm in a good mood. Good group, pull me up. Plane leaving 30, fix your life, hurry up. Aki rice peas, putting curry over duck. Courtside rockers, warriors, curry up. Smoking weed in the tuck, sipping Richard, sitting on Governor's Isle with all the killers. Premier movies with my man De Niro and Johnny Nunez got all the pictures. Black grown, black owned, black women is the backbone. Latin food in the back room. Big business, I'ma drop a new yak soon, following the cash rules. Rich, matte black rose, yeah, I gotta see in ghosts. 27 summers, that wasn't even the goal. Blowing cush clouds, and we all for the smoke. Black car, black rose, more black CEOs. Bitch, I'm in a good mood, good group, pull me up. Mass appeal, movies and music, sign with us. All my niggas, millionaires. G code, know what's up. What up, Chung? What up, Stout? What up, Ant? What up, East? What they say about us? Rich, Matt Black Rose, yeah, I gotta see in ghosts. 27 summers, that wasn't even the goal. Blowing cush clouds, and we all for the smoke. Bitch, Black Car, Black Rose, more black CEOs.